I want, I want, I want, me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. Greetings and welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 49 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about another federal court fail. I hope y'all out there aren't counting on the federal courts to protect your rights. Because if you are, you're going to spend most of your life horribly disappointed. The fact of the matter is, the politically connected lawyers serving as federal judges all work for the federal government. So it really shouldn't surprise you in the least that these guys almost always side with the federal government not you. I have a friend that calls federal judges federal temple monkeys. That seems about right. So the latest installment in the continuing saga of we rubber stamp violations of your rights, the Fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals essentially held that using your cell phone voids the Fourth Amendment. Yep, pick up that cell phone and you make the Fourth Amendment null, void, and of no effect. In a 12-3 ruling issued last week, the court held that police do not need a warrant to access your cell phone location data that's held by your third-party carrier, in other words, your phone company. In the judge's esteemed opinion, you don't have any expectation of privacy when you use your cell phone. Essentially, you voluntarily share your location with your mobile phone carrier. As a result, police can obtain that location data from the cell phone company without a warrant. And this is not a violation of the Fourth Amendment, according to our wonderful federal judges. In a Christian Science Monitor op-ed, columnist Sasha Meinrith called it, quote, an astonishing opinion, unquote. Here's what she wrote. Basically, according to the court, Because the vast majority of us use cell phones and apps that track our locations, we've opted out of the Fourth Amendment privacy protections. Even more alarming, the court's ruling opens the door for the government to get access to all of our internet-connected apps and software that have knowledge of our whereabouts. Bet you didn't know picking up your cell phone opted you out of the Fourth Amendment, right? Now, as Meinrich points out, calling cell phone use a voluntary disclosure of your location is a bit of a stretch. Here's how she put it. 
But that reasoning really only makes sense if we disclose our geolocation voluntarily. But as everyone who has ever attempted to opt out of such tracking knows, there's nothing voluntary about it. In fact, this location tracking is mandatory, extending not just to our smart smartphones, but even to other people's cell phone and devices. Keep in mind, our devices regularly connect to other phones, computers, and cars to collect our location data. Now, some people don't see any problem with location tracking. They don't find it invasive at all. They say, well, you're out in public. How could you have an expectation of privacy? Here's the difference. Every place that you've been in, say, the last year is not public knowledge, right? I can't imagine any reasonable person saying, oh, it's okay for some government official, or anybody for that matter, to be able to go and get the location of every single place I've been over a long stretch of time. There's a vast difference in somebody seeing me in a public place and that same person being able to chronicle every place I've been in, say, the last month or two months or year. I understand that I don't have an expectation of privacy in, in an individual situation. So I go to the grocery store, yeah, you might see me there. But when you can actually go through in retrospect and see every place that I've gone day after day and establish patterns, that becomes extremely intrusive. Just think about how much you can learn about somebody simply by tracking their location over time. And that's exactly what this federal court is saying that, that government officials should be able to do without a warrant. So, in other words, if you head over to the porno shop and check out some videos, Uncle Sam has a right to know. If you show up at a Black Lives Matter or maybe a Trump rally, Uncle Sam has the right to know. If you talk to somebody that the government suspects might be doing something nefarious, Uncle Sam has the right to know. And, oh, by the way, now you're implicated with that person. You can see quickly how this can become very dangerous and very intrusive. Just stop and think about all of the places you've been just in the last few days and what it reveals about your life. A CNN report uh, put it this way back in 2013. Your location information creates a sort of what they call a GPS fingerprint. With nothing more than anonymous location data, someone who wanted to badly enough could easily figure out who you are by tracking your smartphone. Patterns of your movements, when traced on a map, create something akin to a fingerprint that is unique to every person. For the study, the research team studied 15 months of anonymous mobile data for roughly 1.5 million people. What they found was that if they got accurate hourly updates on a person's whereabouts tracked by their mobile carrier cell tower, four data points were all they needed to figure out that person's identity 95% of the time. That is pretty spooky. I mean, basically, this technology allows the federal government to keep track of you at all times and in all places. I mean, Big Brother would drool over something like this. Now, look, I'm not saying that law enforcement shouldn't be able to access this information. I'm just saying that government officials should be required to get a warrant before they do. That doesn't seem unreasonable, does it? Now, while we're on the subject, I think it's important to clarify an important constitutional issue here. Who exactly does this ruling apply to? Does it apply to federal agents? Does it apply to local cops? Does it apply to all government officials? 
Well, to answer that question, it really depends on whether you're talking about how things should be under the original Constitution or how things play out in practice today. Now, if we're talking about the original Constitution, this case should never have been in federal court to start with. It should have been settled in state court under the state Constitution. It was a local police department that obtained this warrantless data. The original Constitution, the Fourth Amendment, was only a restriction on federal power. That's what the Bill of Rights was for, and I've talked about this in other episodes, and I'll link to some material on that because I think it's very important for us to understand that. In the real world, a federal court ruling would only apply to federal agents. And when I say real world, I mean a world under the Constitution as it was intended. But in a practical sense, meaning how things play out today, states don't matter. So when a federal court says no warrant required, it will be applied to every law enforcement agency everywhere, and every government agency for that matter. Your local cops will have cover under this federal ruling to obtain warrantless location information unless your state passes a law prohibiting it. Now that's the key. If the states pass laws requiring a warrant, it doesn't matter what the federal courts say, except, of course, in relation to the actions of federal agencies. So quit depending on politically connected lawyers in black dresses who are totally committed to governopoly centered in Washington, D.C. to protect your rights. You don't need a federal liberty enforcement squad to control your local cops. Just do it at the state level. Make them get a warrant. It's as simple as that. Get a warrant. This is not unreasonable. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Make sure you head to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast for free. And send me any thoughts or show ideas to michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.